Hello, I'm Harry Stakini, and you are listening to the Staff Room Podcast, the show where each week I share anonymous stories from teachers who are overworked, underpaid, and close to a mental breakdown. So think of it as teacher therapy, as they remind us of all the troublemakers, class clowns, and the flat-out criminals we all remember from school. So join me and my guests and hear what your teachers really have to say. Staff Room Podcast. How are we doing, everyone? Thank you very much for tuning in for another episode. Episode number three now. I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago since episode number one. Uh, (laughs) All of three weeks. But thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you've been enjoying the first few episodes. Um, I've had some nice messages after the second one as well, which which has been lovely. Uh, My mum got in touch with me and said she enjoyed it. She just thinks that well, she, she suggested that it could do with a laugh track in the background to try and help encourage other people to laugh. Um, I said, that's not how a podcast works, but she thought, I just take it or leave it. I just think, you know, with a laugh track, then other people will enjoy it. Um, but yeah, she still said she found it funny. So um, I don't know. I took that as slightly a backhanded compliment, but, you know, thanks for your input, mum, as ever. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I know at the moment things are starting to start to open up again. I've even had a few gigs booked in, which has been lovely. Although towards the back end of the year, summertime-ish, um, it's still nice because, you know, it means uh, I can get back on stage and off playground duty eventually. But that's something to look forward to. Hopefully by then anyway, this podcast will be massive and um, yeah, I'll be all over the place. Like I, I found out... That I can see where people have been listening to it. And um, I've got fans in Israel. Of all the places in the world that I thought people would not be listening to this podcast, Israel was one of them. And uh, <laughs> I've actually got some listeners there. So I don't know, it'd be great. Who knows, by the end of the year, I might be doing a live podcast in Jerusalem. That would be absolutely fantastic. So uh, if you are listening in Israel, um, thank you very much for tuning in. God knows how you found this podcast, but um, yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> I will get cracking though with this week's episode because it is a bit of a long one and very different to the episodes I've had so far because the teacher that has sent this in has written in about a head teacher that they used to work with and this head teacher, I mean, they make they make Miss Trunchbull look like a saint, okay? You know, this, this episode's got everything in it. I'm talking Victorian-style punishments, falling outs with staff, um, the lot. So thank you very much for the teacher that sent this one in. Also, teachers out there that haven't sent stuff in, or even if you know someone who is a teacher, please do send it my way because, um, yeah, I do want to get some more stories sorted out for you. So, teachers, message to you. Get your stories into me, please, because I'll turn them into an episode for you. Um, my guest for today is Josh Jones, who recently appeared on 8 Out of 10 Cats and uh, is someone who's, I've known within comedy for the past few years, but he's really started to carve a, a name out for himself uh, in the past like 18 months. And um, yeah, if, if you don't know Josh now, you definitely will in the next few years. Lovely guy, funny fella, and it was great to have him on the show. He helps me go through this story, and uh, I even find out, very surprisingly, how much of a bad boy Josh was at school, which is... Very shocking considering how adorable he is. And even when you hear him, I think you will be surprised. But, um, you know, everyone's got a past, don't they? So this is me, Josh Jones, and possibly the worst head teacher ever. So enjoy. Uh, I did. Uh, I've, seen, I've not even seen your 
uh, eight out of 10 cats. I've seen all the clips surfing about, but I've not had a chance to watch the episode. But um, the one that I was laughing my head off at, um, oh, I think your sound's gone there, mate. Is it back now? Oh, it's back now. Yeah, yeah. I just, you went. It it goes, oh no, I just, I like said it quietly. It's fine. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was, do you know when you see like teachers trying to communicate with another teacher across the class? They're like, it's yeah. just like, you know, just lip, lip, uh, lip talking. But I was saying, yeah, I've not, um, I've not actually seen the whole episode, but the clip that, um, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the clip that made, uh, that I've seen that made me laugh out loud was about um, the fact you were a bit of a bad boy in school, which I find very hard to believe considering, I don't, obviously I don't know you from school, but you seem lovely off stage, you seem lovely on stage. So to find out you're a bad boy, like what, what do you specifically mean by that? Well, what I would just, I got suspended. I um, used to sell cigs in school. I, I, yeah, cigs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, like, I was in detention all the time. I got, yeah, I got suspended twice. I, I was quite what? a naughty little rebellious kid. I was quite, like, an argumentative person, and I had a few scraps when I was younger. But then when I came out of the closet, I saw it as, like, a new chance to be nice to people. So, right. So now that's not my personality at all, and I'm not argumentative at all. But when so I, when when I was closeted and angry, I was just right angry. Do you know what I mean? Right. Fair enough. So at, at school, people didn't know that you were gay. Well, people said it to me every day, <laughs> but I wasn't. Right. I wasn't out the closet. But like, right. I was. You, you I sounded were... like this, and yeah. So. They were like, you're gay. You're like, I'm fucking not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knocking everyone out. Do you want a cig? Yeah, so it was, um, but yeah, I was quite naughty in school. See, that's, uh, that's, that's, I would never have, never have suspected that. But was like suspensions for things like fighting and selling cigs. Yeah, no, yeah. So this, the suspension was because, um, so in my school, they built a new building but it was on my last year. So in between year right. seven and year 10, um, my school was like in two separate buildings. So in between lessons, you actually had to walk, like you had to leave the school premises and go to the other building. So people right. to wag it and do whatever. And because of that, I think our, our school was quite a naughty school. It was voted, my brother told me a couple of years ago, it was voted in like the top 10 worst schools one year. So like, you know. I don't, I don't think when I heard that, I was like, it's bad, but it wasn't that bad. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I think right. it's a bit ash, but I, um, but it always doesn't do well on like, do you know when they do the review? Ofsted. Yeah. Ofsted. And like, um, I've seen it in the Manchester Evening News when they do like a review of not great schools. Do you know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and yours pops up. Yeah. But it's never like number one. It's not the worst, but it's not great. Anyway. But when I was there, because I think because we could go in between other school, go in between the buildings. Yeah, in between the buildings. Yeah, yeah. And we could like leave the school premises, even though it was just for 10 minutes to get to the other lesson. We had like this freedom so we could go out for dinners and whatever. And then when they built the <laughs> new school, they, it was all fenced in. And we, that wasn't like what we thought school was. And so when you turned up, there was someone on the door who like, you got in half an hour of detention, like as soon as she turned up because it was only one door in and out and it was gated. So it, oh, right. it was late for school. 
you got a detention and I was late every day because I sold sick so I would wait for the cyclist <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. so I would get to school like 15 minutes early but wait 15 minutes after for the stragglers do you know because I was I was making I was businessman so um, I, I, say, how much money were you making selling cigs i used to sell a full 20 deck and I, what was it like mayfair um yeah or richmond or lambert and butler the them those three um, right yeah and it was like i used to sell them 50p each or free for a pound and i think a 10 deck about that. a 10 deck then was only about two pounds 60 two pounds 50 so you're making like double your profit. You yeah. Um, and would you sit, would you sell a pack like in a day easy? I'd sell a pack by the first dinner. So do you like you have dinner, but then you have like an extra 15 minute break yeah, before yeah. dinner. So for the first break, I would sell 20. And then someti- sometimes I would sell 40. But there were some people who was like proper professional SIG sellers and would sell about 66 or whatever like they'd have like two or three packets in the bag i was just selling them. Two, carrying a briefcase around school yeah, yeah. Full of them. i was <laughs> i wasn't that guy i was just selling them just you know to make casually yeah just casually but i'd used to yeah. do them in the morning like so get to school and then sell them but i was always yeah. always going in late so then um so then when we got the new school, you get half an hour detention as soon as you walk in. And so I, there was a bunch of us actually, and we was like, oh, do you know what? Fuck this. So we broke um, round the back. We like broke him through this fence thing and opened one of like the Spanish windows. And we just right. bought <laughs> in the new school. The new school was cutted out with like, um, it had loads of cameras and shit. And obviously, because I was not, like very well behaved all the teachers knew my name so as i was climbing through the window you could hear because they put fucking tannoys in the new school they went all for it (laughs) so they said like on the tannoy like josh jones like get to reception now and i was like balls i got caught (laughs) so i got suspended because of that i i used to be really really naughty between year seven and year nine because i was trying to like show off and make friends and then year 10 and 11, I stopped giving a shit about that as much. And then actually, the teachers really liked me because I figured out I could make the teachers laugh more than yeah. the pupils. So like I was cheeky and naughty, but it was stuff like climbing through the window. Yeah, that's been to be fair, mate. Yeah, like climbing through a window selling cigs. You were way above my pay grade. Like yeah. I, was, I was cheeky in school and I knew where the line was. But like, you know... Uh, I would never like tell a teacher to fuck off. I'd never do that. Um, I remember getting told off about. Did you ever have like a man in the van incident where they were like, "There's a man in a van, oh, everyone yeah, needs to." Someone had to come round because, and um, someone would come round with like a letter and give it to the teacher in your class. And be exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I so many times. Yeah, we. I, I got. I remember getting told off. I was probably about year eleven or sixteen. So whatever that is, yeah, sixteen-ish. Um, and the teacher in front of the class um there was like a small group of us because i was bottom set so there was just like all the thick kids um and the teacher had said um 
there's a man in a white van, essentially, so everyone needs to be quite careful. Mm. And I said, uh, just as a joke, I was like, you know, I don't think I'm within his like age range. You know, I don't think like I'm going to appeal. Yeah. And uh, she was like, I wouldn't say that. And I went, oh, so you think I've still got it then? And she like took me out of the classroom and was like, you can't, you can't say that. And that was like, you know what I mean? I'd be cheeky, but I'd never be, um, you know, climbing through windows or selling that. cigs. Yeah, exactly. I liked having a laugh. I'm pretty sure I helped a few teachers through the marriage. That was... Uh, <laughs> No, I like, just chatting to him. I turned up late. I was late for every lesson and every day of school. I was always wow. like just late, and then and as well because my mum and dad and have never been together while I've been alive. My dad's always like the strict parent, but because I've never actually lived with him, it's like my, where my mum's always a bit more carefree. And um, so when I just got in trouble, she always was like. That, that like she was on my side. <laughs> hey, Josh, just chill it. Have a fag with me. Yeah, it's fine. No, but she was just like, like um, because I'd be like, oh, the teachers are being mean to me. But it's actually I'm being a dick. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? So then my mum was but... probably in school like, don't you speak to my baby like that? And I was there in the back like, ha ha ha. But I um, but because my mum and dad were never together, it was really good because. My dad never went to my school things, never did anything like that. Right. But my dad's a Marine, so he's actually really... Oh, I say, yeah. So he's really... You have mentioned before to me your dad's like a proper... Yeah, yeah so that. he's like really strict, but like my mum's not very strict. And as well, because schools are so fucking stupid. When you used to get in trouble, I bet it's not like this now, but they used to send letters home. It was like my parents work. So I get home and I just put the letters in the bin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, And exactly. as well, like, sometimes they phoned, and because I, I had quite a high-pitched voice, I'd just pretend I was my mum. <laughs> and you get away with it? Yeah, they, when rece- reception phoned once, and I remember just saying, like, oh, like, oh, Josh is, like, wagging it. And I was like, oh, no, he's not, he's ill. Sorry, we've not, like, rang. And I forged my mum's signature and everything when I was at school. <laughs> I was, like, really just, like, bubbling. Mate, con man, selling cigs, breaking an entry. <laughs> but this is, this is, this is funny though, because like I've, uh, the stories I've been getting, I've been trying to like like pair to the guests that I'm getting on, um, and I, I want to know because have you did you have any like teachers at school who were just complete nutters or like lost the plot or were known for being really nasty? Yeah, we had one. I don't know. I don't know if I can say his name. Uh, do you know what though? He's probably dead. He's like he was dead old. <laughs> So we had one um, called Mr. Warburn, right? Right, like the bread? Yeah, like the bread. (laughs) He was a history teacher. I really liked him. He had a reputation for being, like, mental. He was mental. But he was, like, he was ready for retirement when we was there because he was teaching there when my stepdad was there. And my stepdad's, like, 30 years older than me. Do you know what I mean? Right, Jesus, yeah, yeah. He's, so he, history. He's part he, of the history, isn't he? There was a few teachers who was there whilst my stepdad was there, and whilst I was there, so they'd been at that one school for at least over thirty years. Because there was yeah, thirty yeah. years difference between me and him. So, um, yeah, we, um, Mister Warburn, he was a history teacher. He was great though, but he was mental, and he used to like, do you like, because I said in the first. Well, 
everything apart from the last year, we could go out to the shop and stuff. We could whatever. So he used to send someone out of his class to the coffee pot to go and get him an egg and bacon sandwich. So he'd like just use like the pupils to do his, go and do his errands, do his errands basically. <laughs> but he was really, really, really good. As a teacher, I think he was great because he would play the characters. I because history is my favourite subject, and I wanted to take yeah, it yeah. as a um, less. Uh, do you want to take a mod? GCSEs. Yeah, but my uh, my dad made me take Spanish instead, and I'm gutted because I actually love history and I failed Spanish. But maybe it's because you broke through that window, and he was like, "I knew you loved it." Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is it. But um, but yeah, Mister Wab, and I remember I've always remembered him playing Henry VIII and like screaming in our faces being like why can't I have babies why am I only having girls and then it was like we had to give him the reasons and then he'd be like no now your head's chopped off and he was trying to explain how easy it was to get your head chopped off from Henry VIII but like that was the way of teaching and I've always remembered it it's the only teaching thing I can remember really but see that that's a good thing because like people that stick out right and I, I the the story I've been sent right um which we'll get into now has has come through about another member of staff um giving the the story of a head teacher that they worked with right so this oh. hasn't come from a pupil this has come from a member of staff about a head teacher so um yeah I'll uh, <laughs> wait till you hear this right so um hello the staff room I've been working in an se MH Primary School, which is a, a social and uh, emotional mental health uh, school. Uh, it's a place basically for the naughty kids, for those that, you know, don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's in Yorkshire and I've been there for a year and I've worked my ass off and earned the role as golden boy. Um, now, me and you both know someone that works in one of these type of schools, right? Um, and they are like, I know quite a few people that work in them and they are quite intense because, uh, yeah. We know. A bit like sh- I know someone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to mention his name, um, but yeah, we know someone, and uh, it can be a bit like Shutter Island. They're just it's quite intense. Um, but uh, they said yes. Yeah, so they worked in this place for a year. They worked their ass off, and I got the role as Golden Boy. I'd been touted for training, right, and could could be seen skipping and whistling around the hall without a care in the world, despite being punched and spat at most days by angry nine-year-olds. Then it all went to shit. Now, that's exactly what I mean about, like, the fact he's being punched and spat at. That's the type of work environment that you're in. Um, and I like the fact he's then said, then it went to shit, as if, like, that was that, already Yeah, that good. was that was just a casual <laughs> cheap. Yeah. yeah, just, like, dodging it all. Like, hey, morning, James. Um, oh, but, yeah, he says... They're, uh, like, really naughty kids, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> they've said... Um, the current head teacher was selfishly run over and needed to take time off, as if the whole summer isn't enough, eh? Lazy, bloody teachers. A new head teacher was put in place, and I knew of her rep as being hard to get on with and pretty much hating kids. She was mid-40s, no children of her own, and made it pretty clear early on she was not a fan of me. It was also leaked that she was one of the board members' new lady friends. I wonder how she got the job. So she's clearly, like, you know, shagging someone. So she's been given a job at this school, um, which, you know, there's, yeah. Uh, I don't, is that ethical? I don't think, I'm not, I'm not sure. But she like, might be good at a job. 
thought you were going to say shagging. No, yeah, but <laughs> get a job as well. Uh, well, I don't know, mate. He has he has said on it uh, she had a rep for pretty much hating kids, and she's meant to manage him. Um, but isn't that <laughs> supposed to? That's got like mistrunchable. If you think uh, about mis- it, mistrunchable. Mistrunchable <laughs> in Matilda has a bad reputation, but and it trunchable. Yeah, trunchable, whatever. <laughs> Is it not trunchable? Trunchable. No, no, Miss Trunchable. It's not Trunchable. All right, okay, whatever. So Miss Trunchable, she, um, you've got to admit, none of the kids were actually quite naughty, and they all behaved and did the work. So people judge your methods, but did she get results? Yes, she she did. Yeah, I bet their Ofsted rating was off the wall. Off the fucking wall. She was, yeah. And then Miss Honey took over, and then all the kids ended up on meth. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> That's the sequel. Yeah. We're just seeing Matilda scratching in a caravan. <laughs> um, right. Uh, I like that. You you flipped that in a way. I've not looked at it before. Uh, so they said, uh, yeah, the current head teacher was selfishly run over and needed to take time off. Um, right. So a new head teacher was put in place. Uh, oh, sorry. We said that bit. Yeah, pretty much eating kids. Um, right. Thanks to her, I was put in the most spitty class and my training was cancelled due to budget cuts and me not being the right fit. It was a period in my life I'd describe as a right fucker. Then things got worse as I was pipped for a promotion by someone she had brought over with her who used to revel in making kids cry and look like a cross between a zoo, a a zombie and a prune. So um, I don't know what that springs to mind for you, but she doesn't sound like a looker, you know what I mean? (laughs) if you describe anyone as a prune, I can't imagine they've got great skin. And but the fact they've tagged zombie. They, they've got a really like raisined face, like yeah. wrinkled. Just there was a, a teacher at my school who had like grey hair but really short, fine cut, and she dressed all in white and had like an orange face. And I swear to God, she looked like a fag. She'd walk really? around, she looked like a cigarette. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was uh <laughs> my mate George used to give her absolute terror, but yeah. <laughs> um so a cross between a zombie and a prune. Um, things got very personal between uh, me and the new head. When in front of everyone in the staff room, she informed me that I was no longer allowed to have fish for lunch as she was vegetarian and found the look and smell of fish disgusting. She lectured me on how meat made her feel sick and I should be more thoughtful. I tried to be polite and nice, but after this, it was hard. Which, that's a bit uncalled for. Yeah, you know, wouldn't pull someone up. That is annoying when people... No one can tell you what to eat. That's I know, and especially, like, some veggies are sound, but you don't want someone being like, oh, you know, not having that is the smell. Yeah. It's the smell that puts me off. Well, I'm doing Veganuary at the moment, but I had Ooh, a cheese day this morning because I had a cheese and onion pasty for breakfast. But apart from that, I'm doing Veganuary. <laughs> Just the moment, the little blip this morning. Yeah. Oh, and on the 15th, I had a pizza. But again, it was vegetarian. So it's fine. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Goat, I, um, goat's cheap. As it, as it swayed you to becoming uh, a vegan full-time? I have been a vegan before. And then, so for the last, like, 10 years, I'm either vegan, vegetarian, or if I'm, like, feeling a bit low, I, then I'll eat meat. But when I'm feeling... <laughs> right. I'm in a good place because I'm not eating meat. But if I'm, like, giving up on the world, I've got a piece yeah. in my hand. Right. Oh, and okay, that's that's an interesting way to look at it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was just doing, he's in KFC, it's not good. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, what's the fucking point? Do you know what I mean? When you're skin <laughs> and you're working all the time. I, yeah. It was wet. 
because I was a vegetarian, then when we started comedy, um, and you know, you, you're working full time and gigging, oh, mate, and yeah. it's like you're doing something for seven days of the week and you're just always busy. And then I was like, but I was still skin because you're know, paying your rent, and then all your money goes on trains. So I was just like, fuck this. And that's when I started eating meat again. But then when I went full time in Canada, then I went vegan. <laughs> Back to like, it again. Mental state's good. Yeah. Let's have a salad. Yeah. <laughs> I find um, like when you're doing loads of gigs and stuff like that, I get really tired of having to have like sandwiches and stuff like that on the road. Yeah, meal it's just... deals. Yeah. But the other, the other week, I've, cause, because obviously we eat meal deals all the time gigging, because I was missing gigging for my tea, I had a meal deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, oh, it'll give me, do you know what? The little, the yeah, a little taste of it. So it's like, oh, it's like I'm on a train. But I was, <laughs> I was like sat in my house eating a meal deal at like six o'clock at night. Yeah, I, I at one time went and bought two meal deals at the same time, uh, just on my own, and had the person look at me like I was an absolute mentalist. Um, and uh, I was just like, I'm having oh, one for later, but it was like, you know, six o'clock in the evening, I had one, it was like, for later, you know what I mean? And then I ate it in the car on the way home, and um, the gig was that bad that the sandwich was the best part of that evening. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when it's terrible, you just punish yourself with food. Yeah, just... Uh, a meal deal and uh, potentially uh, a bag of, I usually buy the biscuits me, like the pack of five on top for a quid. Oh, and yeah. I'll just eat them all and then I've terrible heartburn. But um, right, I've digressed. Um, so yeah, uh, so she pulled him up and being uh, eating fish. She don't like that. He carries on. He said, uh, she made the good staff cry and quit their jobs and was even worse to the kids. One pupil, aged eight, had to go to the doctors with burns on his feet because she made him stand barefoot in the snow for five minutes as punishment. Right, oh. it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, he says, despite the complaints from both the staff, pupils, and the parents, she got away with it. Amazing what can happen when you're shagging one of the board, isn't it? Can you imagine that? What year? Like when was this? So they've, they've not said, um, they've just mentioned uh, that the pupil was aged eight. So that's got to be like year four at school, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, um, like, was this in the 80s? Or... Oh, no, like, no, this was definitely in the past um, five years. Oh, my God. That's insane. Um, I know, yeah. Um, it is bonkers, that, because you've got to stand outside for five minutes. If you think, if she's made him do that, like, he's had to take his shoes off and everything. I, well, I, I'd just be like, I'm not doing it. But you know what I mean? The fact, she must have been quite terrifying if she's made him do it. Because it's not like, it doesn't sound like she's held him in, held him outside to do it. It's like everyone stood around with this little boy in the middle um, as, he's, as his feet are in the snow. That is as punishment. basically a trunchable thing to do, really. Yeah. But, but clearly, um, but yeah, at the same time, what's the kid done to get himself into that position? Because like, it is not, there are naughty kids, but... I don't know, how far have you got to go to get burns on your feet? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's not, it's not even just like, a, I've lost my temper and twatted a kid in the face. It's like, yeah. I've proper thought about, this is like, that's you've got to think that through. And then you've got to watch them untie the shoelaces, take the shoe. Oh, mate, I, I, I don't think it was, I think it was Velcro. I think they just come off one by one. Yeah. She made him trudge out into the snow. It's the fact that it sounds like everyone was watching, which, I don't know, just, yeah, 
Don't sound good, that. No. Um, still kept a job. Still kept a job, right? Um, to be fair, though, I I do know someone that was, like, working at a place and was leaving, um, like, at the end of the week, and a kid was bad-mouthing bad them, um, being like, oh, I'm glad you're going and all the rest of it. And uh, they just turned around and just went, oh, fuck off, will you? And the kid was like, you can't say that. He was like, I can. I'm leaving. Fuck off. I would say <laughs> so, that to a kid. I'd, I'd yeah. never work as a teacher. I'd be terrible. Never? Yeah. You've not got the patience? Um, I don't know. I just don't have, like, I just don't have the desire to be around kids. I don't, I mean, even... I don't think most people have the desire to teach. They just end up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even, like, see my own nieces and nephews, really. Because I'm just like, what's the fucking point? Do you, know what I mean? Do you think you'd ever have kids? I don't, if I was with someone who desperately wanted them and they could talk me round to it, but if it was my, like right now, but I'm saying this at 28, like maybe when I'm 40, I could have yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm more career focused. I get that, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, uh, I used to think at this age I'd have a kid and uh, now I'm at this age I, I don't see myself having a kid for minimum minimum six years yeah no, you know. that. Um, yeah I'm, I'm still a child myself yeah. um, right so um, made the kids stand outside she still kept a job uh, he says we then started to have regular run-ins during a yoga class a yoga training class myself her and a few other teachers were practicing our downward facing dogs and the peaceful tranquility was were broken by a f doing yoga at school well yeah it just says here that during a, a yoga training class yeah do they give um, that to the like teachers because it's such an intense school like to keep then like, <laughs> they have to do yoga twice a week yeah instead of going out for like a drink on a friday it's like come in here have a bit of incense I started doing yoga during lockdown on Zoom and then the woman just started to stress me out. So I just left. I just I, mean, I, I just do it on uh, YouTube. Yeah, they, on, they, they it was a like... YouTube one, not a Zoom. That yoga with oh. Adrian. But I was starting to get pissed off because she was saying... Oh, she's oh, the worst one. She was like, it's dead sunny here. And I was like, it's fucking raining here. I'm making hear roadworks. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, it's <laughs> shut up. She's like, oh, taking the surroundings, but I, like, I can't. This was when I was living yeah. in the city centre of Manchester in lockdown. It was like, what's the fucking point in being alive? And then like, this cunt... I, I'm guessing you were eating meat at this time as well. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and this was like, she was like, oh, you know, like, a window was open and she's just there with a dog. And I was living in a flat with my ex-boyfriend and he was building a building across the road. And I was just like, oh, this is just, I can't do yoga. It's too loud. <laughs> well, they've, they've, they've said they're, they're, uh, they're doing a yoga training class, right? Myself, her and a few other teachers were practicing our downward facing dogs. Uh, and the peaceful tranquility was broken by a fart ripping through the hall. <laughs> of course it was her, and I laughed. I lost my balance and fell on the floor. With an embarrassed face looking like a plump baby bell, she left the room, and I was hauled into her office and told uh, it was not professional and to think about my conduct. Which, like, she can't even laugh about the fact she's had a fart. Yeah. Sounds like a right drip. Yeah, get over it. That's funny. Farts are funny. They, at any age, they are funny. Yeah. At any age, they are funny. You know what I mean? Especially um, when I it happens to the, the, the bastard. 
If like, there's nothing more fun than seeing a serious person embarrassed. Because in, in yeah, like embarrassment is such a stupid feeling. But I do stupid shit all the time. So when I'm embarrassed, it's not as funny as someone who's really got the shit together. And yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I, I uh, Poppy always says to me, she's like, "You never get embarrassed." And like, I think because I, I I can laugh at myself like that. I've got no problem with that. Um, but yeah, there's not. I can't think of a, an occasion where I've I felt like I've got egg on my face. Uh, most of the time, it's just like, yeah, it happened. So what? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd rather be like that than, you know, uh, be looking over my shoulder every two minutes um, and trying to hold a fart in while doing yoga. Surely that'll do more damage to you. you know, oh, yeah. just I think it you're supposed to fart when you do yoga. I think it's part yeah. of it. Yeah, it might be just a, and a big exhale. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> um, it is funny, the fact that she didn't laugh at that. I think that's worse than making the kids stand in the snow. We know I would sack it because of that. Yeah, she's like you need to leave. They've not even given her a name, but I don't know. I can't. She doesn't sound like uh, like a Charlotte or an Amy, like a nice name. I've got like I'm a Deborah. I'm literally just picturing Trunchbull as like Trunchbull. when you tell him the story. I'm just thinking of her. Right. Okay. Well, this is a uh, this is the joys of it because I, I I don't get any information on what a person looks like, so it's nice to know what it creates in your head. So they've said uh, a week later in assembly. The whole school was sat quietly singing in prep for the Christmas show. A year three, who was the quietest kid in the school uh, and had not taken his hoodie off. I really, uh, sorry, can I just say, can we get tickets to the Christmas show to a naughty school? I think that would be <laughs> like the best thing seeing a kid who's like just punched a teacher, come out dressed as Gabriel or whatever. <laughs> I think that would be like Mary Magdalene or whatever the fucking name is. Just like, I think that'd be so funny with a bunch of kids like swearing, fucking kicking the shit out of each other and then yeah, dressing be... up as the three wise men. But they've got like <laughs> scars on the face and just fucking blood dripping off the knuckle. I know. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, you've got Joseph who's got a tattoo and it's like the only nativity where they go and wet the baby's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, they've said, uh, so they're singing in prep for the Christmas show. Um, Right, and a year three, who's the quietest kid in the school, has not taken his hoodie off. And in her head, rules are rules. Instead of leaving it and dealing with it after the assembly, she marched up and tried to pull his hoodie over his head. Now, I don't condone violence at all, but he gave her one of the cleanest uppercuts I have ever seen, which left her laid over the school benches and all the air was sucked out of the room. <laughs> I was so happy when I read that bit. I was like, a bit of justice here. Yeah. Zombie prune face then came dashing over to rescue her and lifted her over her shoulder, carrying her out like an attentive bodyguard, um, causing me to quietly sing, and I will always love you. <laughs> he says, well, it wasn't that quiet. As I was dragged in and given another written warning for my conduct, uh, they said, I realised I was going to have to keep my head down and now be even more sly. Like, can you imagine being that, what, what the age they say? A year three, so that's a seven-year-old boy, right? Just uppercutting the head teacher of the school and leaving the fact him that on the bench. You fucking laid her out. How big is that? But um, well, he's what? He's year year three. Is it year three? So he's seven. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was an early developer. Um, yeah, I'm but, thinking of like Lenny from Lice, Mice and Men. 
you know, the, the, the big brother. Um, yeah, they're like, all the kids are sat in the line and people think, like, he's here because his kids are singing in the show. Yeah. You know, it's like that that difference between them. Um, but, yeah, the fact he laid her out. I think if you've not the head teacher out, regardless of where you are and what year group, you are automatically the hardest kid in the school. Yeah. It's a, it's a baller move, isn't it? It's a good... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good tactic. Uh, mate, there was... I've I've never seen someone go for a teacher. I've I've had I kids have. go for me. Have you? Yeah, I've saw someone headbutt a teacher, P teacher. He got suspect. He like got kicked out though. I never saw him. What the teacher that. or the lad? No, the lad who did it. He was in my year, but I think it was like year seven or eight. I can't even remember his name, but I remember him trying to headbutt a teacher, and then he got um kicked out. But he was quite naughty anyway. I just well, can't, yeah, rem- he, I can't he, remember he, his name though. Um, about to say up up until that point, mate, he sounded quite charming, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Well, but yeah, he was always getting into trouble. I just remember him, this little ginger kid. Um, but do you know when someone he got kicked out in? Yeah, it must have been the first or second year. So it was like he didn't really make that much of an impact. I just remember him trying to red butt um, this teacher, Mister Tyrrell was that teacher. Who again was the teacher there when my stepdad was there? So, so a load like of these old, old as well. yeah. So when we got there, we're just like loads of pensioner teachers who were just like <laughs> fucking done in with this school. You know, the years of life sucked out of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I love the fact this kid knocked this teacher out. Um, right. This, uh, so sort of said here. On the last day of term, a fuddle was planned, right? And I'd never heard of a fuddle, uh, but apparently it's like a Yorkshire thing. Um, everyone brings some food and like you share it around and whatnot. So a fuddle. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's like a picnic. I just say a party. Yeah, like a, a bit like a party. Yeah. Yeah. I've never... If someone said, you want to come to a fuddle, I wouldn't think it'd be food. I think no. it'd be, you know, something you do late in the evening, um, you know, with parts of your clothing removed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I thought it sounded like like a rugby move. A fuddle, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. That's a huddle, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's um, what it was. That's why I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miss Chirunchable. Um <laughs> Right, well, instead well, of uh, they're having a picnic. Having a picnic, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're having a picnic and we're all meant to bring some food and have a chat, right? I thought, well, no one has said what not to bring. Um, so I went to the shops and bought the meatiest thing I could possibly bring yeah. to the table. Oh, yeah, she's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, so just, a whole I'd bring leg. a bull. I'd turn up with just a full bull. And then I'd carve it in front of her. <laughs> also, it makes no sense that, like, she's a vegetarian because she's got empathy for animals, but will let, like, will abuse kids. Is that not uh... just that? It is, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I I didn't like her as soon as she pulled him up on the on the the food in the staff room in front of everyone because like that's just you're just being awkward there. You yeah, know, just being a dick. the fact the fact she then made a kid stand outside. I'm not surprised. You know, if she's doing that unnecessarily in the staff room, uh, putting a kid outside, I think you know what I expected that of you. I wonder if she's married or had. Uh, I don't know. It, well, she she's with someone on the board. Um, and oh, if she's yeah. making a kid stand outside, like she sounds quite violent. Can you imagine what she's like in the bedroom? Yeah, like, I don't know, I think she'd be shit. I think she'd be like, all that confidence that she has in bossing people about will go in the bedroom. She'll just lie there like a sack of shit. 
<laughs> like a wet fish. Yeah, I think she'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because people like her, because I've had many, I've told two managers to fuck off and walked out of jobs. And it was the best moment of my life doing it. What what, what jobs were they though? Like One was JD Sports. And right, okay. one was um one was a hotel, like and I was doing the, um, it, I was like a waiter in the fucking the restaurant bit of the hotel, but it yeah. was in the morning doing the breakfast service, and because right. I was doing that and gigging at night, so I was getting back from gigs at like one in the morning, then getting up at five to do Jesus. that, and then. And that was the best one because that was my last proper job. And then from that, then I went into full-time comedy. comedy. So yeah. I, I said her to fuck off and then went and lived like my dream. Did you do it in front of like people or? Yeah, I did it in front of um, two of her, like her two little minions. So she was like the main hotel manager. Then her two little fucking minions who thought they was mint because they wore a blazer. And then um, loads of people had already left but i hated her because she was full-on racist because my friend um so there was like people who had you know spoke different languages there yeah and she never spoke to them directly so i remember her telling me to speak to my friend who's italian but speaks all right english she was like can you tell um simone to do this do this and i was like just tell yourself but she was stood right next to me so instead of but she did that with that's Odd. Yeah, she did that with like multiple people. Well, she did that with everyone who wasn't English. So it was like, right, yeah, it yeah, was a getting, bit, it was fucking weird. And then, yeah, I already was gonna quit because Edinburgh was coming up, but I was just saving up to you know to go to Edinburgh, and it was like three yeah. weeks away. And so I was like, I'm gonna quit in three weeks anyway. And then I just turned up, and then she started having a go at me for something that the night staff did. And I was like, well, I haven't, I've only, I've literally just walked through the door. And then she was, so it was as I was taking my coat off, I've literally just walked through the door. And then she was like, where's your badge? And then I just said, oh, fuck this. And she was like, oh, how dare you swear you sacked? And I was like, do you not me saying fuck this? That's me quitting. Fucking idiot. And then I just walked out <laughs> and she like followed me while I went and got my bag. And she was like screaming I- at the back of me. And, I was just, and then when I walked out, I just said, oh, fuck off. And then she was like, but she was a tyrant. But I think you get, you get two types of people who get bullied at school. You get the type of people, because I used to get bullied. So you get the type of people who end up then stop being a bad person. Like it makes them more empathetic when they're older. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like the nice to people. And then you get people who's like this woman who's being described where it's like the, any little bit of power they get, they fucking just take it out on anyone who they see below it. Yeah. That's why, like, in a lot of minimum wage jobs, you get someone who's like, oh, I'm going to take this power out on because everyone who they've employed are, like, 19 years old or whatever, and they're just still at uni, so they fucking do you enjoy that little power trip. But at the end of the day, they're going to die unhappy, so... Yeah, no, exactly. Well, they don't she's, win. At the moment, this this woman um, is is has someone around her that can actually tolerate her, um, which is that fella on the board. But yeah, there are, there are there are people which um, 
yeah, do definitely enjoy that position of power. Um, I can remember remember loads of teachers like that. But um, yeah, so hang on. He says, uh, I went to the shop and I bought the meatiest thing I could possibly bring to the table. You said you'd bring a bull. Do you know what? I would actually love to see this lady try and make you stand outside with your shoes off. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think you'd even, I don't think you'd get to the point of even un, unlacing them. No, you know? no matter fucking head. <laughs> yeah. And then put them back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, he do, says here, so... Do you so, start a woman who would um, shout out at a comedy club? Yeah. Yeah. I've paid. I've paid money. Yeah. I've paid money. Of course I can do it. That's no, fair. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare. Um, so he says, uh, I went and bought the posse. Uh, I went and bought the meatiest thing I could possibly bring to the table, a whole leg of Serrano ham. Uh, alongside that... Sounds um, delicious, Loudon. Oh, it makes it lovely. You know what it's like? It's got like a... They sell it in a... You see it in a lot in like Italian restaurants and things like that. Um, but it's lovely, yeah. Um, Serrano ham. Alongside that, um, I asked a member of staff who happened to be a former butcher to carve it to the bone to make sure that the hoof was still on show for all to see. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it would have been good if he'd like carved the hoof into it, like flicking its finger up to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> um, he says, uh, at the fuddle, uh, I waited with glee only to have the moment ruined by the fact the selfish bugger had been fired. Right? I never found out what she was booted for but I did see her drive past me a year ago in a fancy two-seater sports car. No room in the back, though, for a child seat, is there? And that is the end of their story, right? So there's like, I would love to know what actually happened to this woman because they don't even know why they got sacked. Um, but you'd think if you made a kid stand outside in the snow with burns on his feet, you, you're probably going to have a meeting with HR, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, you can't. <laughs> I think that she would have. it would have been so much she's done to the kids. I think it would. Oh yeah, it would have been like parents complaining. Most yeah, yeah. She, she, she I, I, I can't. I don't. Not given any time frame on it, so I, I don't know how long after the kid's shoes being taken off, as she still being at the school. But it says term, so I don't know, matter of weeks. With these naughty kids, um, with the naughty kids, like, do I don't know? It must be. Like, do they believe him as much? Or it must be so. Uh, I don't know. You have to what take what like? they're saying serious. Because I'm supposed, like, I suppose if it's like a really naughty kid, you can say, oh, well, they're just fucking making it up. But you, so, but obviously, yeah, a, a board can't yeah, believe that. I get what you mean. It's almost like, who do you trust? Yeah. It's shocking yeah. that she did, like, that is unbelievable that she was there. Because it does sound like the plot. For like a film, like a like a film for film, do you know? Yeah, it could be that it could be the trilogy of the Matilda. So we'll have Matilda two, where all the kids are on yeah. meth, and then and then she comes back into the school, and actually they need Miss Trunchbull again to come back and save the school. Maybe that's I, it. I love it when people get sacked, and then um, everybody doesn't know why. So then all the other people are like, oh my God, what's happened? And all the other employees are just like oh, speculating because it just keeps I, you going at work. I remember working at a call centre where I worked with a guy called Scott and um, he'd been there for like eight years and this call desk we worked on was awful because we, we managed petrol stations. So like any problems with them, they'd ring in and he'd been there eight years and it just like, it'd worn him down and he's cut his level of customer service like the fringes of it, yeah, mate. 
um, you know, to the point where he'd be like, I've told you what to do. If you can't do it, don't ring back, right? Because I'm telling you what you need to do. And he'd like put the phone down. And if they ring again, he'd be like, is it you again? Oh, do one and just put it down, right? And he'd add like, you know, I'm not exaggerating here, like five warnings. Um, yeah. And then there was one occasion where um, the big, well, the boss of the company, what he, he didn't like Scott at all. And, you know, Scott was just like, he was a real person, you know what I mean? But he, he yeah. there is there is a way to behave and a way not to behave. But like Scott wasn't a nasty person. He just was like, I'm not dealing with the bullshit of people because the people that rang in weren't being pleasant, you know? Um, so if they gave him attitude, he'd just give it back to him. Um, and this guy who owned the company uh, came across and like ruffled Scott on the hair uh, as he was sat on his desk oh, and was like, no. oh, Scott. And Scott's like a, you know, like a grown man. Um, and uh, he kind of like looked at me and then the next phone call that he had, all that <laughs> anger that had come through his hair being ruffled just went through his head, out his mouth, and down the telephone. Um, and it was just like, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, he came, he went into a separate room, came back out, picked up his stuff, and just looked at like the five people on the call desk and uh, was just like, well, it's been a pleasure. And then just took his stuff and left. <laughs> oh my God, really? Eight yeah, years yeah, yeah. now. That's a there's a like sticking in that job for eight years is quite good. I oh mate, yeah. I got sacked from a call center, but I was only there for about a month and then I got Is this the one that everyone's worked at? Yeah, the one where yeah, they yeah. hired performers. <laughs> well, yeah, I got sacked um from there, but it was like for good reasons, if you know what I mean. Like I um because right. it was they have different companies, like different companies hire this one um, car center and people right. do different things. So the one I was on was birds. So it's trying to get people to give money to a charity saving birds. It's quite, quite a good <laughs> thing to do. And then, um, so it was a lot of old, old people because they ring in, they see an advert on the telly and then they ring in. So you're just chatting to old people, basically. But you're not allowed to be on the phone for something more than like 12 minutes because you have to get like going. Through the calls. Yeah, but I just started, well, especially if it's like an old woman, I'm not going to stop talking. So we was just like, I kept getting warnings for being on the phone for too long. And I said dog shit on the phone as well and got in trouble for that. But um, <laughs> but it was because she was like, I'm just going to pick my dog shit up. And I was like, oh, you go pick it up. I'll wait here while you pick your dog shit up. And I got in trouble. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I got in two warnings because I was on the phone for over an hour. Just Jesus. I know, just chatting, right? Because I just started to get to know them. And then I was like, on oh, my last warning, and um, and I started this phone call, and then I could see the line manager person looking at me like, what the fuck? Because they can see how long everyone's been on the phone. And right. she started doing that thing where, you know, to like touching a watch to be like, wrap it up. And it, I looked at how long I'd been on the phone and I'd been on the phone for like an hour and 15 minutes. And I thought, do you know what? I know I'm going to get sacked. And the woman, it was an old woman and I was making her laugh and she was like, oh, you've really made my day. So I was just like, I'm going to get sacked, so fuck it. So when she was like telling me to get off the phone, I went like that, like, go away, like I'm on the phone. <laughs> and then I just did the full call. And because they can't make me put the phone down because it, it was like yeah. a nice call. Um, so I was on the phone for like an hour and a half and then got sacked. Immediately after you got off the phone. 
yeah, they was like, maybe this isn't for you. Because, like, I did get maybe. sales and I was quite good at it, but, like, I never, I didn't take my, like, I'm not rushing for anyone. And yeah, I it's did, like your phone bill outweighed the sales you were making. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I didn't, like, stick to the, this because it, obviously it's scripted, isn't it? And you have to follow the script. Yeah. I was like, that script isn't good. So I just said it how I would do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in, mate, just improvising. I like that. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to like finish these uh, sections off of the show with picking a side, right, on the student or the teacher. And I feel like this is a fairly easy one, you know what I mean, for you to, considering all the facts, what we've spoken about, um, whose side do you sit on in this situation? Um, well, should we try and be argumentative and I will take the teacher's side and defend myself? why not why not go on so you're going for the teacher um okay well first of all we don't even know the teacher was sacked because she could have just left or was she yeah could have gone yeah um secondly what sort of fish were they cooking if it was like (laughs) mackerel and you're putting that in the microwave like i wouldn't say anything but i would fucking hate you I would hate it. it was like stinking out the staff room. I would say something in my head. I wouldn't even yeah, slag you off behind yeah. your back. But like, she's probably wants you to, like everyone in that staff room wants you to stop eating mackerel and brush your teeth. Your breath stinks of fish. So maybe she's like, you don't know. All the other pe- like teachers might like her and trust her and say to her, can you tell I don't know who it, whatever the name is. Can you tell Kevin to stop eating fish? Because, you know, maybe Kevin's the dick. And <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I'm going to take the teacher's side. The teacher's side, right? Okay, uh, mate, you've got, you've got your reasons. I'm, I'm definitely going uh, on a student there, and specifically the lad who um, chinned her in the, in the school nativity. Um, that was good. Because, yeah, because, like, that, that was my favourite bit of it. Um, because the last gig me and you did in December, I was taking the piss out about how school nativities are awful, weren't I? Yeah, um, I thought you was going to say, um, I chinned someone in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that, Josh? <laughs> Tell everyone I'm dead hard. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that kid had, one, he's not the teacher out, and two, he's probably got himself out of doing a shit job in the nativity. So, you know, he's used his head there, hasn't he? Yeah. Because he, he, he won't be allowed to take part of the nativity then, because they're like, nah, no oh, like, not if you've been uppercutting people. Yeah, he, exactly. He, you, could have been, he could have had like one of the main roles, and then they would yeah. have to get an understudy. The actual, like, there's a domino effect of the trouble he caused just from punching her once was like, and then someone else had to learn his lines. So. Yeah. Yeah, he knocks her out and she lands on Mary and Joseph and hurts them and then they're like oh fuck we've got to get new Mary and Joseph's now yeah everything's ruined um but yeah uh so you're with a teacher uh yeah. and I'm, I'm with the student um all right nice one mate thank you very much um for coming on the show I don't know if there's anything you actually want to plug um yeah all right I have a podcast called dead drama where I slag off dead people it's a history podcast and then I'm on the, uh, the social medias, so like I've, I've, I've seen them dotted about, and uh, I've seen that a lot of people, a lot of people seem to be enjoying them. 
Yeah, they're, they're all right. It's just me teaching a history lesson. It's fun. I enjoy them. People seem to like it. If you like it, what's, listen. What's your What's your favourite like little pocket of history? Well, I like the whole like Tudor's Elizabethan uh, like. Right, a rough. You like a rough. Yeah, but it's more just because um, how well in between Henry and Elizabeth, there was quite a lot going on in between like different monarchs and um, and because it, it's Church of England, it's like when Church of England started, there's loads of yeah. history between the Catholics and the Church of England and loads of drama, loads of backstabbing, loads of shady characters. It's good. Nice little plot then. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's loads going on. Like you could speak about it for like years. Do you know what I mean? There's so much yeah. shit going on. It's crazy. Ah, nice, nice. Um, well, thank you very much, mate. Um, no and hopefully, I'll um, I'll see I'll see you actually in the flesh soon enough. Yeah, at right, a gig. Yeah. Yeah. All right, babe. Thank you for nice having one. me. No worries, no worries. Thank you very much, mate. See you later. I mean, how great was that story? And how lovely is Josh Jones? And more importantly, how much of a bastard is that head teacher? Massive thank you to the teacher that sent that one in. But good Lord, I don't know. Could you get away acting like that as a teacher in Jerusalem? Let me know. I mean, look what they did to poor Jesus. They crucified him. All he was trying to do was help people. I mean, God knows what they do to this lady. But massive thank you to the teacher that sent that one in. Um, fantastic. Not not heard anything like that, but if you if you know a teacher um, that's a bit of a nut job, um, and you and you and you want to get someone off your chest, get in touch with me. <laughs> I'd happily do another one of them. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please keep spreading the word. Give it a share online. Give it a review if you can. Even just telling your mate about it that would be brilliant. So all the support you can give, much appreciated. Thank you to everyone that has listened and subscribed so far. Really appreciate it. And um, next week, my guest is Freddie Quinn. And the story we're going over is from a teacher who's had to deal with just one of them really annoying kids. So until then, look after yourselves, everybody. And take it easy. Produced by Harry Stakini, artwork by Poppy Spinks, and soundtrack by James McGraw.